This episode of Another Great Day is brought to you by eggs. What about them? It's Monday, December 11th, 2023. Monday, Monday, Monday. Hello, Chris. Hello. (laughs) I'm slightly confused by the eggs, but... Everyone likes eggs. What about them? Yeah, what about eggs? Uh, I'm Aaron. This is Chris. Hello. We love eggs, and we are here with another Great Day podcast. I'm going to interrupt you right there. I've told you about my boring eggs before. I've got new, different boring eggs. (laughs) You ready for this? Just when you thought it was safe to go back to the kitchen, I present to you (laughs) Boring Eggs. (laughs) More boring. Two, Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I... 30 cents to buy a ramen packet. Okay. At Walmart right now. Tremendous. Uh, you can cook it in boiling water. It costs 30 cents now? 30 cents. Wow. It cost 20 whenever I was young. I thought they were 10. Okay, sorry. Um, go ahead. Uh, you're right. They were 10. Because I remember box cop, box tops for life or something at school. Yep. And I got a package of 20 of them. And I counted for 20 box tops and it was a dollar. Dude. Is that right? 10? 10? No. Two bucks. It was two bucks. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Anyway. So you take your ramen. Take the ramen. Okay. You can start cooking it, which I put in the microwave to heat up. I take it out halfway through, crack an egg into it, put it back in, and cook it the rest of the way, and the egg cooks with it. That sounds And we have frozen peas and carrots that I also get a little, like a handful, put them in a bowl, Microwave those in the microwave. This is not boring at all. And I put it in the in the ramen, and then for some, I now have a magical lunch that costs quite cheap compared to fancy ramen. Yeah, you know? no, that I got to tell you, Chris, right now, and for those listening right here, I'm picturing Chris as the Swedish chef from the Muppets, just throwing a bunch of. Yeah, picturing you just throwing ingredients into like a microwave. <laughs> Of a pot, the yes. microwave. Yes, and it's just, I'm like, this is the best boring eggs ever. Well, welcome <laughs> to another great day. It's Monday. We're talking about eggs, so let's get let's get on with the show, Chris. It is Monday, like I said, which means our segment, our bit, is bad movie descriptions. What is this bit? You might be asking yourself, listener. Well, let me tell you, this is a bit where we boldly <laughs> describe a movie poorly. That's right. And we try to guess what they are. We encourage you to play along in the car. So um, my movies today are both kid-appropriate movies. All right. Um, which we tend to do mainly family-friendly yep. movies. So. All right, go for it. What you got? All right. A Mouse Likes America. A Mouse. I know of a Mickey Mouse. Oh, this is a Don Bluth movie. Is it? It is. What is it? This is one who sings. <laughs> sings about... Finding something somewhere out there, isn't oh, it? There are no cats in, in America. America. This is, uh, oh, what's it called? American Tale? Yep. That's Nailed it. Nailed it. Just American Tale. Bonus points if you know what the sequel is called. Is the original one Tale T A I L? Yes. I never noticed that in my brain. I just connected the yep. Tale Tale. Fifel and, yeah, an American Tale. The tale uh, of the Fifel mouse, Goes West. The Mouskovitz family. Yes, Fievel Goes West. Good job. Part two is Fievel Goes West with the cat. Yes, the funny cat. Which some say is one of the better sequels to ever been made. It is an excellent sequel. I actually prefer it to the first. The first one's got some real sad, serious moments. It is good, but hey, life is uh, 
life teaches you one way or the other through good and bad. Speaking of sad, ready for this story, <laughs> this movie description? Okay, let's do it. A dog tries his best to help his owner in all of his owner's industrious endeavors by sometimes moving packages and retrieving them, by wearing Christmas-themed head garments, pulling a supply vehicle to the very top of a mountain. This dog is loyal to the end, even if the owner stinks, stinks, stunks. Oh, <laughs> man, you had me dead to rights until that last, very last one. Um, <laughs> um, I'll take what is uh, the Grinch stole Christmas? That's right. For two hundred, Bob. <laughs> Focusing on the dog. That's awesome. What was the dog's name? I don't know. The dog's like name Peter was Peter or something. It I was. It was always there to help, though. Was, that was a really good. He's dog. the true hero of the movie. Honestly, that movie should be called The Dog. The Dog's Journey. Or Just something. the dog, Air Bud. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready for the next one? All right, what you got? All right, how, how y'all doing out there in the car or wherever you're listening? Here, I hope, hopefully you're having some good times with this. Here comes number two. A band writes a good song and then breaks up. Wait, this is a, a kid's movie. It's a family-friendly movie. Family-friendly movie. A band writes a song and then breaks up. It is up. not animated. That's a clue. Okay. Um, this, uh, the Tom Hanks one? The, uh, I don't what that thing you do? Oh, uh, what's that? That's it. What's that the, thing you do. Is that the name of the movie yeah, too? You nailed it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You so that was the song doing then. that thing you do. Oh, okay. I've don't ever. I don't think I've ever watched that movie. Actually, it is kind of watched fantastic. it. Maybe it is really good. It's a good movie. All, All right, right. Here's the last got? one. Hit me. A mom and dad try their best to take a Christmas trip with some family to Europe, and then John Candy shows up at some point. Home Alone. Home Alone. <laughs> you got it. That is awesome. I made my family disappear. <laughs> hey, Buzz. There you go. I'm going through all your stuff. All right, cool. Well, that was fun. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that segment, Bad Movie Descriptions. And that'll bring us to This Day in History. Woo! This Day in History we is a long a one. big old This Day in History All right, man. I'm going to dive right into it so we can, be, so we can go right. through it. Right. On this day, 1815, the U.S. Senate creates a select committee on finance. To create a uniform... Oh, I can't read the text because your mouse is over it. Oh, weird. Sorry. <laughs> Here we go. It's still there. Oh, it's not on mine. All right. We're going to keep going. This one <laughs> is about the... Let's talk about eggs again. <laughs> the U.S. Senate makes a committee for money. Hey. This is in 1815. This is just after America was founded. Okay. This is okay. the precursor to the legitimate committee on finance. The select committee means that they have to re-up it every couple of years. Yeah, okay. So, but I'm going to take this moment to do a brief history of what money is ah. and the etymology of the word money. And now money talk with That's right. Chris Taylor. Money or currency. The first version of money was natural objects like shells. Example is... I have three shells. Will you trade me that cow for these three shells? What? That's crazy. They used shells. Sales was the first job ever. Sales. It's yep. awesome. Sales of shells. Shells, apparently. Sales of shells. Say that three times fast. Then people started using fancy metals like gold and silver, and they mm -hmm. shaped them into small circles. We call them coins, yes. like pennies, like we have nowadays. Yeah. Um, and people would say things like, hey, Joe, I've got two gold coins. Can I have an Xbox? <laughs> and, and then he says, yes. You can have the Xbox for these gold coins. Might I trouble you for ye old Xbox? <laughs> yeah. Then, at some point, people start using leather 
They would get leather strips and they would engrave on them and make them unique. And they would trade leather to say this was this meant um, money. Wow. And maybe where they got the word buck because Ooh. the leather comes from the deer, which the male deer is a buck. That's right. So that maybe they're not quite sure where dollar bucks. They got 10 bucks. Hey. You got bucks. How about that? It's also lighter than carrying around a bunch of coins if you're traveling. A lot lighter. And then comes paper money, which the first version was around 900 A.D., they used the bark of mulberry trees. So in a sense, money did grow on trees. Oh my goodness. Isn't that crazy? You heard it here first, folks. Kind of. They would <laughs> repurpose it and make it into money. But I love that. And now here's where things get imaginary. Okay. And we have to have lots of trust in other humans. Okay. Yes. Paper money was basically a note promising a certain amount of gold. The original bank notes said, I put this much gold into a bank, into a place, they write a paper saying, I have this much, and I can let someone else come to the bank and get gold. Interesting. If I ask you, Aaron, if I say, I want to buy your house for a block of gold, you can be like, sure, but I need that in writing. And then you can take that right into the bank and get that gold, and I get your house. Oh, wow, that's neat. So bank notes, we we all have to trust that the paper is real. And the bank is actually holding the money. Wow. But that is... Uh, that is a lot of trust. Yeah. Because you could probably forge that note So then, back in the olden days a lot easier than you can do now. You can. And over time, they had to start making more and more sophisticated ways to make sure that paper money can't just be reprinted. So the newest ones have pieces of foil or sh- strips of like stuff in it that they are kind of like, like hidden. Holograms and Hologram stuff, stuff that you yeah. can't just make. So wow, that's fascinating. There's even more we can go into, but... That's enough money talk for the day. And money talk for the day with Chris. And now we'll go on to the question of the day. Ah, yes, yes. And I'll give you four shells and two leather straps if you can answer this question. All right. (laughs) Let's trade. Just kidding. All right. But today's question of the day is if you could write a promise note to your parents or guardians, what would you promise them? Take a minute, discuss this amongst yourselves, and then... Come on back. We'll be waiting. If I could write a promissory note to my parents. That's right. This is this is mm. from the bank. Because what the original bank notes were promising I had the gold. So it's the answer can't be gold. Yeah. So it's gotta well, be something I mean, else. This like would be like a four hundred teddy bears. Yeah. Or it doesn't have to be money. <laughs> it could be a different kind of promise. Like I, think, I promise to keep my room clean or you know, ooh. that kind of thing. I would promise them a room full of water so that when they got to the bank and they opened the door, a bunch of water would just come out. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be really funny to me. I kind of um, was thinking a promise of something kind of serious. Like, I promise to try and carry on our traditions or something like that. Oh, that's actually thoughtful. Like, (laughs) loving, I don't know, like Christmas time or like loving my family well or I don't know, something like that. Something along those lines. I'm not... Nail it down, but something to keep the legacy going, keeping the fire burning, if you will. Yeah, I like, like that. that. Well, yours was thoughtful, mine was a, a dumb prank. So, no, good job. No, no. <laughs> hey, here's the bank. Ah, water ah, everywhere. How did you get this in here? Yeah, <laughs> all right. Well, good talk today, Chris. Let's go ahead and uh, take a quick break. All right, there's that music. And now to our field correspondent on location, take it away, Wes McFall. Hey there, guys. Hey, Mira, I just started a band called Blanket. 
What kind of music did you do? It's a cover band. <laughs> Have another great day. <laughs> oh, always a joy. Thanks, Wes. Now it's time for us to move into the last part of our show, the Word of Wisdom. Today's Word of Wisdom comes to us from the book of Proverbs, chapter 26, verse 6. If you're tuning in and new this week, Chris is going to read the NLT version, and I'm going to read the Amplified version. All right. Testing a fool to convey a message is like cutting one's feet off or drinking poison. Whoa. Ugh. Intense. Uh, Amplified, he who sends a message by the hand of a fool cuts off his own feet or sabotages himself and drinks the violence it brings on himself as a consequence. Wow. So you got to be careful who you trust when you tell somebody something. Just like we talked about promissory notes earlier. It's kind of all tied together. So, all right. Well, Chris, let's hit the music and call it a day. Ah, there it is. Our mission here on Another Great Day podcast is to encourage interaction, creativity, and conversation. And we thank you for tuning in. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please take a minute to rate and review us on your favorite podcast app and share us on social media. Yeah, help us get out there and beat the internet. I'm not going to ever let that goal go, Chris. <laughs> More, most importantly, we hope that you make it another great day. We'll see you tomorrow. This episode of Another Great Day is brought to you by eggs. What about them? It's Monday. Oh, let's redo it. But I, <laughs> all right, got to get professional. Uh, we're still recording. Boys, the egg, the egg man's paying us a lot of money.